0: right episode two is it yeah cool well, welcome to episode two of the absolute majority podcast
1: who are you saying that to just to me because i'm just, the just <laughs> it's just a, a one listener sure and like because because this is the recording now that i'm listening to i'm i am you are the, you are the one listener yeah so you're you're telling me right now so. yeah i'm not i'm not even gonna listen to it don't bother in complete. fact, just change it to the Don't Bother podcast.
0: <laughs> That'd be quite good,
1: actually. More accurate. Just, just a,
0: a podcast about people not wanting to listen to a podcast. Yeah. Great. Um, so what's, what's been happening this week?
1: Oh. Since, since we last spoke. <laughs> you don't even just... want to know. It's... <laughs> since we last spoke a whole it, week. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Mental. It's... Yeah. What's been happening?
0: Anything, anything uh,
1: exciting? Well, Essex is now in lockdown oh yeah so i'm calling it lockdown i'm not calling it tears because yeah. it's not a tear it's a lockdown so call this it unless you cry. you're crying about it <laughs> honestly yeah like all this fancy words it, you're not going to hide the fact that it's a lockdown it's essentially exactly where we were in march the only difference being you can go to the shops a bit and pubs pubs are still open right. well yeah you can go to the pub if like if you've got someone to go with, I mean, I mean I could go there on my own because I you know live on my own and um, you know drink myself to death, <laughs> or I could um, go with the other person in my household, who is eleven, yeah. so that isn't going to happen. So basically, I'm banned from life.
0: But I, I, yeah, they're still still got to keep the pubs open, have not they? With everything going on, yeah, cases going up, and it seems to be a lot of it's happening in pubs and stuff.
1: But, yes. Yeah, keep that open, but forever. But I mean, I, I, what, are the, what are the what are the rules? Right, tier rules. two, which is which is what Essex is in and London is in now. Um, d- can they serve alcohol in pubs unless you're eating? No, that, no, it's, that, it's, it's not is yet. That tier two or is that tier three? That's tier three. So if it right. goes
0: to very high, then effectively only restaurants can. So serve
1: serve alcohol. Let's talk about that rule just for a second, though. On him. What con- like so? The government has said you've got to be in a substantial meal. That was their words. A substantial meal. Yeah. What constitutes a substantial meal? Because Robert Jenrick, who is the community secretary, right. He was asked his question last week, and he said, "Well, it doesn't include like a packet of Christmas report scratchings." Fair enough. That's not a meal. And the- but he also said. And it also doesn't include a plate of chips. Now, I don't know what Robert Jemrick has grown up eating, but a plate of chips is a pretty substantial meal where I come from, right? Or wrong? Yeah, no, I, I, I got, I'm just,
0: I'm just trying to look it up. I'm just trying to get an answer as we talk. Well, they don't know themselves. I mean,
1: how? Like, they have. not oh, this, yeah, this... this is this is why the communication is so pathetic. <laughs> they just just this quotes. <laughs> Just come out with all these rules, right? And then they don't substantiate them. So a substantial meal. What does that mean? So, so he's, top- yeah,
0: and, and I'll tell you what he said. He said Robert Jennings said the sort of meal that you would expect to have as a midday meal or an evening meal. Right. Um, he suggested that as long as food items such as Cornish Cornish pasties, yeah. which you always have, do not we? Sure. Came yeah. came with a side like chips or salad, uh, and was served on a plate to a table they could be considered a normal meal a packet of crisps and a plate of chips would not count he added
1: but a plate of chips does count you go to the chip shop you have a a portion of chips you stick it on a plate that fills you up for the night it ain't a little meal a plate of chips is pretty substantial especially when you're drinking alcohol you're not going to get pissed very easily if you have a giant load of carbs on a plate nachos I like nachos yeah I love nachos and to be honest I have nachos for meals some nights with a bit of (laughs) of chilli on it so does that not count as a substantial meal? Just because That's Robert fuck. Jenrick, who who has his caviar, <laughs> right, who's clearly never had chips in his life,
0: he must have. Where's a picture of him? He's he's, a, oh, yeah.
1: he's an oaf, right? <laughs> he hasn't got a clue. The government hasn't got a clue. They just come up with these random rules and then they don't have any kind of backing for them. So I who and who decides anyway? It's uh, like, uh, I, I can tell you. So what he says is,
0: we've had this in law for license holders for a long time because it's the same rule that has applied if you take a minor into a pub. So if you do want to go in with your uh, 11-year-old, you can. Mm -hmm. If they serve food, which is the only time you can take kids into a pub, I guess.
1: Right. But like, you know, is salad a substantial meal? A plate of salad? Only if you buy a Cornish pasty with it. (laughs) That's, I mean, the that's I mean and the thing is like who decides like it's the pub is the landlord just gonna be like oh, well you know I bet I bet I decide this. Like I want to get a Weatherspoon's menu and I want to ring up the government and go through <laughs> each item on that menu and I want them to tell me whether that counts as a substantial meal because they've created these rules, so they should know. So I want them to tell me get 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 someone from the government online, someone right. do it enough. now. Just ring them up. Bring out the government. We'll conference them in. Just dial like on your phone. It's got letters on it. So if you just type out Boris. numbers, Boris London idiot, then you'll probably get through to him, and um, ask him and go through each each item and find out if if uh, if it counts. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll try and do that. Okay, you are doing that now, right? Yeah, cool. yeah.
0: Just uh, just
1: please hold. <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, but that rule doesn't even affect me, does it? But that just shows how pathetic. Huh. That's how angry I am about a rule that doesn't even affect me because I don't even go to pubs anyway. Even when I yes. and, and B, I'm not in a tier three zone, so it doesn't affect me. But this is how this is how annoying it is.
0: Yeah, it affects those people up, up north. But yeah, yeah but... I guess it's a bit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what what they're sort of doing if they're going into the pubs and just sitting there all day getting smashed.
1: Actually. Well, they're closed anyway, aren't they? In the tier three zones. Yeah, they are now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Friday, isn't it? Is it Friday? Friday. Yeah. 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 Come um, on. No, go on. I was just, just going to make a point, but I'll do that in a minute. Okay. Well, I was just going to say, did I mention it? I did mention just last week that it was Essex who asked for this lockdown as well. Yeah. They are. They actually asked for it. They didn't. Wasn't told to do it. They asked for it. Um. So that's really cool. I'm really glad that Essex did that.
0: Yeah. Well, they've only got high, but um, hmm? they've only gone for high, haven't they? They're, they're not pushing for anything more. Oh, yeah, moment. but we well, didn't even need, to go, we didn't need that. But you, we see, need that. you see what's driving it, because you look at what Andy Byrne's been banging on about for Manchester. So, like £60 million hmm. for going into very high. Hmm. And I, I don't get, like, the bit I don't understand about all this and the money with all, with all of this is, is how they're working that out. Well, he wanted more, didn't he? Because he he said that.
1: I think he said sixty-five. I think five, he wanted, yeah, it
0: was five million. They fell out over.
1: Yeah, he wanted sixty-five, which I don't know the specifics. I mean, I've written about it today. I've written about it so much I don't even know what what I was writing about. But but I think I think that was like two thirds of what. He yeah, they really wanted, wanted they wanted ninety million. That's right. Doing, yeah, so the two the, the sixty-five would cover. The furlough payments, I think. I'm not sure. I'm not. I don't know the exact ins and outs of it. But anyway, he didn't get what he wanted. Um, no. I
0: don't. How did I even come to that? And then why is it that the mayor is negotiating it? Because not everywhere's got a mayor. No. So, as I as I looked up and found no. that you know, there's only about ten or so mayors in the whole of England. Yeah. Um. So. I don't really get how this all works and how they can kind of negotiate on it. Surely, if the data's saying they've got to go into tier three, then they just go into tier three. Well, I think
1: well, that's what they're doing because the government basically said, "Well, Sodja, we're doing it anyway," which is why the mayors haven't actually got a lot of power. Like they can they can flex their vocal muscles a bit, but they don't actually have a lot of power when it comes to to uh, telling the government what for. Mm-hmm. But 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 obviously, what Annie Burnham? I mean. The thing with Andy Burnham is, like, he wants... He's kind of... Everyone's like, oh, he's, he's the king of the north now. Look at him standing up for his <laughs> city. And 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 actually, yeah, fair play to him, because he is standing up for his city. Yeah. And and London certainly needs a mayor like that, because we... Like, I'm not in London, but London doesn't have a mayor that really stands up for his city, like Andy Burnham's doing, and he's, he's making a lot of political capital capital out of it, and good for him. And he clearly loves Manchester, and that's fair enough. But... Yeah. But... but. The flip side is that he actually wants a full national lockdown. So screw him. Because <laughs> like that's really like that's not gonna help anyone. You know. So yeah. so like fair enough, he's he's sticking to his guns and and sticking up to the, to the government, sticking up against the government, but which he's gonna do anyway, because he's a Labour mayor. So um Well that's the that's the bit I get off. it feels a little bit political Oh it is he's totally
0: And I get it's almost sort of grandstanding his defence of Manchester and asking for this extra money, which is, you know, like you say, he's the mayor, he should be standing up for it. But in his position as mayor and then
1: the fact that he's sort of very Labour, it all feels very politicised now. Oh, it totally is. It's totally. I mean, yeah, it's 100% politicised and he's doing some credit for himself because, you know, he was a bit of a, not a lost cause because he's the mayor of of Great Manchester, but like he tried to be Labour leader few years ago and he got trounced but i think in the future uh that might be different after all this and he knows that and oh. you know fair play to him as a politician that's what you've got to do if you want a bit of power that's the kind of thing you've got to do and, and i don't i don't doubt his motives in the sense that he does want to stick up for his city i, I do believe that but at mm. the same time like yeah it is a bit political as well um
0: and then on the on the, the Labour leader. So um, PMQs today. I
1: assume you watched. I didn't actually. <sighs> kinda, no, I kind of no. I I I missed it. I saw a little bit on Twitter. So I know a little bit, but I didn't actually watch it. I was working. But. So it's
0: normal sort of pointless
1: uh, exercise, as
0: it always is. But <clears throat> um, Mr. Stammer obviously went Stammer. in. It, Stammer. Sorry. Thank you. Just um, Stammer. Though, <laughs> yeah, that would be awkward. But he he did his normal. I find his questions really crap. Mm. But he was going off the specific criteria about how you get out of uh, the the sort of the higher tier, mm. and which I thought well, actually yeah that's, that's a fair point because no one's really yeah. said like how you get out of it. Yeah. And then our, our boy sort of said, you know, oh, it'll be reviewed after twenty eight days. Mm. And and he be, yeah, but what's it based on? What's it based on? You know, what's mm. what's the specific? Think, and he said, well, it's a number of things, you know, it's, it's, it's you 28, it, basically. 28 days. But well, basically, there's no answer. There's no sure. definitive answer. What yeah. they'll do is in 28 days, they'll assess it. Yeah. And then they'll look at all the various factors. And if it's going well, they'll make a decision to drop it down, which, you know, I think that's pretty sensible. I don't think it should be just one thing that you're looking at. It should. There's probably a, a few things you consider.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, fair enough. I mean, Starmer wants a they call it a circuit breaker, but call it what it is, it's a lockdown. And he, yeah. he, he wants a full lockdown as well. And, and you know, two or three weeks, that two or three weeks would not be two or three weeks. It would be two or three weeks. And then, oh, let's have another two to three weeks and then let's do it again. And there's no end date for that. So he's kind of, I think he's kind of shot himself in the foot a little bit because I think he misjudged the mood music around lockdown. And I think even though polls suggest that people want harsher measures. I don't think that's really played out when it comes to actually when lockdowns are implemented. I think people are actually a bit pissed off
0: with it. Do you think he sort of gambled on there was a bit of popularity around the circuit break type thing? I think thing. So, so, yeah. He's, he's sort of gone for it now.
1: Yeah, I think so and now he has to because he's committed to that. He's doubled down on that. He's committed. He can't sort of backtrack now. And but Like I said, I don't I mean, it's easy to say. I mean, you know, look at look at when Brexit happened. Every Remainer in, in the country were like, you know, um, I just can't believe everyone wants Brexit because look at the polls. Everyone's saying they regret Brexit. Blah 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 blah. And I thought that well, you're talking nonsense. Like, just it's a few polls. But and I still believe that actually. But now I'm sitting on the other side of the fence, and all these polls are saying I'll oh, support for lockdown. I don't believe them. Because literally every person I speak to, honestly, every person I speak to, which to be fair is not, you know, it's pretty limited, but, but none of them really are particularly pro lockdown or want things harsher or think agree with what's going on. I, I, I just don't buy it.
0: Yeah, I think there's a, there's a, I think people will kind of look at it and think, well, look, lockdown works, so why wouldn't you just do that again because we did it before? And be, yeah, but like, hang a on. long lockdown, wasn't it? But hang on. You just said lockdown works. Well, where's your evidence to say lockdown works? Well, we did it and the number of cases went down. Yeah, but we were, we're open up. Yeah, but we were opened, when we
1: opened up in, was it July the 4th? Cases didn't go up. They stayed low. They've only started going up again in autumn. But throughout summer, they stayed low and they went down and down and down. Yeah. And we weren't in, lo- we weren't in lockdown. So all, all lockdown did was suppress it and then we opened up. But as we opened up, cases continued to go down. They've only started going up again after we've introduced masks, after we've introduced curfews and whatever. And in a season where respiratory illnesses are high anyway. So, of course, they're going to go up in autumn. But this panic about, oh my God, everyone's going to die, is not borne out by I'm the facts. Sorry. So even Siri on my, on my phone just said, "I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> Prick. Hello.
0: Yeah, because I, I mean, I, I this is, I, I tend to agree a bit about that. The data doesn't really justify the, the, the actions. Mm. I think is where I I'll sort of get to with it because, it, like, even and even now, like, I I, I get more precise about it because you look at the data that comes through on on the COVID dashboard and you get sort of up-to-date case information. You can see, even already, before everyone's kind of got into these new restrictions, it's just started to sort of peter off. And maybe it's just the awareness of it, you know, just the, having it in everyone's mind that actually, okay, shit, it's going up.
1: It absolutely um, is. let absolutely not maybe go out today. You're absolutely right. Like, I don't know the exact figures, but, like, obviously, people die from flu every year. And, I, you know, and last year, I don't know when it was, but every year it's pretty high, but because you're not told of it and you're not aware of it, you don't, you're not scared of it. So you just carry on with your life. And if you get flu, you get flu. And that's kind of what should be happening now. You're aware of COVID, you know it's there, but, and you know in bad cases and for people who are particularly ill or vulnerable, it can kill you, just like flu can. Um, but because you're aware of it, because these stats are pummeled into your head every single day, every hour of every day every minute of every day you're aware of it of course you're going to notice that that cases are rising just like other things rise in respiratory illness season so what was I saying? we just talked about the fact that flu's
0: pretty much gone down
1: yeah it's a bit weird isn't it?
0: it is weird I don't know why people are saying like they're they're still testing it but there's no, uh, no people aren't going to the doctors
1: that was the other thing well, I mean, it's impossible to go to the doctors. I mean, that's not new information, is it? Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, like, having an exclusive here. Everyone knows that it is, it is impossible to get to the doctors. But like, I know someone who. Yeah? Yeah. That's the end of my story, actually. <laughs> so I know someone. Yeah. And, uh. What's next? Um. No, she, she um. She's a doctor. Yeah, she's a doctor, and, um, ah. she said the whole thing's so, a champ no um, oh. I know I know someone and she's got like an issue and she she was worried about it and causing her some anxiety so she she sort of tried to get an appointment with the doctors and she had to really really fight for it like really fight for it and she was worried that what was going on was you know pretty serious I don't think it is but, but that's what she's worried about <laughs> your medical but, um, opinion <laughs> but you know like yeah kind of but, like based on what she says I don't think it's she's going to have to worry about put it that way yeah so she thinks she's got something wrong with her or she she just wants to get checked out basically but she had to fight for an appointment and and uh, the doctor even sighed down the phone to her when when she was like look I want to come in but he sighed he literally sighed yeah
0: so I thought you could get a bit like a video appointment pretty easily
1: uh yeah but this, she needs, this is something physical and she wants to see it like she needs it to be checked properly what is not it? just on what is oh, it I don't know It's
0: woman things
1: no it's just stuff it. I can't you know if she listens to this she might be like oh, don't <laughs> don't be in my details. so I'm not going to no. anyway uh, what <laughs> are you saying doctors rubbish doctors no doctors aren't rubbish doctors are cool but they're not all cool but then oh. humans aren't all cool so you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, the, that's the end of the podcast
1: <laughs> that's just i have just summed up like it, right?
0: <laughs> yeah well there's nothing left after <laughs> <laughs> yeah so flu doctors um that. done that the chat on doctors um, solved that <laughs> it's all, we know why flu's not being tracked yeah. so the data the data was all all wrong was my point mm-hmm. um and well, the,
1: da- the data the data the data you talking about cases and stuff
0: yeah because that's what i was that's what I was kind of trying to talk about was um the, the, the data's not up to date like the data that they use in the in the slides and things at the briefing mm. is the last week's data yeah so you haven't even got this week's data to look okay. at and then say well ha- what's been happening because this is kind of an active thing that's happening right now people yeah. going like we've got any restrictions you're kind of thinking right so is it having an impact but you don't actually see the latest data unless you look on the site and it gets uploaded every day about four o'clock
1: well they will they will they will say you can't you can't tell if it's working until yeah like a few weeks a few weeks into it that's what they were saying. so
0: then why are they making decisions the bit that I don't get is why are they making decisions like around his Tears now mm. before you've even seen whether some of the sort of when it all came out that people might have to go into lockdown you didn't even give what? anyone a chance to kind of you know avoid a higher tier
1: yeah I mean actually there, there is some data to show that they don't work to be honest with you because Manchester was basically in tier 2 lockdown from what July August essentially it was it, not it wasn't called tier two but the, the those rules applied in Manchester right and they was in that for 10 12 weeks. Yeah, I'm just looking at, and, and, and nothing changed. Nothing changed. It didn't get better. So there is clear evidence to say, well, actually, they don't do anything, because here is the evidence to show that it doesn't work. So, so what, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna almost
0: sub- agree and disagree with you at the same time. So, so from the first of the thirtieth of September, yeah. cases have been declining
1: mm-hmm. in Manchester. What? In Manchester, right? Yeah.
0: So and they're, they're talking about today whether to put them into tier three. Well, they are, yeah, tier but three. cases have gone down so there was 600 cases on the 30th September, and mm-hmm. the peak this week is 387. So yep, the, the number of cases has almost halved mm-hmm. on the Manchester data. Mm-hmm. So why is that not being talked about? Well, it is if you
1: if you read the right people. But the the, the problem is, and I don't want to sound like some kind of a Trump acolyte but but the problem is you don't hear enough from these people in the media you don't you you only hear from a certain you only hear from certain people in the media generally like the same epidemiologists the same people who support lockdown and want more lockdown you don't tend to hear much I'm not saying you don't hear anything but you don't tend to hear much from people who take opposing views who are also experts like you hear a lot from fucking Debbie Shredder Shredder whatever her name is All right. the woman the woman who advises Nicola Sturgeon who's like a big lockdown advocate you hear from people like John Edmonds who is like virulently it's not the right word but he's <laughs> strongly passionate for a, a national lockdown right this second even though at the start of the pandemic he was calling for herd immunity yeah. so he's that done about about turn. these are the kind of people you're hearing from you don't really hear a lot from people like Carl Hennigan, who is um, an expert. I can't remember who he's from Oxford, maybe I don't remember. But he 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 has basically sort of advocated a more um, sort of Sweden focused approach, less lockdown, um, and people like I uh, remember her name, Sunitra Gupta. I think she is. You know a lot of people, don't you? Well, I know plenty, mate. Honestly, these people. They're all in a trust book. Um, <laughs> I mean well it is write the names of it, that's it. But but um these are people who like the what is it the Great Barrington Declaration has basically called for herd immunity, right? And thousands of people have signed it and you know, it's advocated by like the these actual proper experts. Actual Oxford people. Not you know they're not idiots or conspiracy theorists. These are the people who, who but they take a different point of view. But but those people are kind of it's back to the whole Brexit remain argument where if you're voting for Brexit then you're a, a fascist if you're advocating if you're advocating for herd immunity you're literally like Chris Bryant the Labour MP he was interviewed about this this week and he described those people as crackpots crackpots and, 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 and nutters like, and they, like because they take a different point of view they're not it, crackpots and nutters these are these are medical experts who just take a different point of view and how to handle it, and those people should be allowed to speak without being called crackpots, or who, who who want people to die. Well, that's not the case at all. They want people to live, but they this, their point of view is, well, this is going to make it better in the long run.
0: Yeah, I guess that's what that's what I want to sort of be hearing a bit more, of and why mm. I think than the sort of politics side
1: of it. No one yeah. seems to be asking us; they're all asking stupid bloody questions. Well, I mean, look at look at look at look at the press briefings. The kind of questions like our national journalists ask: are, uh, "Is Christmas going to be canceled? <laughs> like, people don't want to hear that. People want to hear like, you know, some tough questioning, medical questioning, and like, so and so said this. Do you? Why don't you think this is valid? You know, that's what we want to hear. I don't want to hear nonsense about. Do you want people to die? Like, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's an embarrassment I'm honestly embarrassed by my industry I, I, I'm a journalist so I'm embarrassed to say that at the moment
0: And I, I the thing that also gets me is when people ask really specific questions about one person's particular circumstances mm. as if as if like the government's going to sit and look at every single possible situation that's ever been mm. conceived mm. and in their decision making they're going to publish guidance for every single person
1: Yeah.
0: so I, I, I just I find that Mad. I mean, I get it. You know, some people have impacted more than others, but yeah. you you you've got to bear in mind this is all national decisions. Yeah. And, and so I don't know. I just I, I find it. I, I I don't think they're talking about it properly. and no. it does my I
1: Yeah. I mean, like I said, we we bow down to the experts in this country at the moment, and and, and you know they're not always right. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, they're not. Should not, not be right. called experts then, should they? But, like, they're, of course they're experts. Obviously they know more than I do. I'm not going oh, to be like, that well, do they? Yeah, fair hard. point, actually. I don't think they do, do they? <laughs>
0: nah, clearly um, <laughs> no, clearly
1: not. But you know what I mean? Like, like I disagree with them. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they're an expert. But I disagree with Chris Whitty, the Chief Medical Officer, pushing for more lockdown. It's enough, mate. Like, Try something else. What, well, what about, what about Scotland's five tiers? I, mean, I don't know much about it, but I mean Nicola Certain just wants to outdo everyone she? She's just <laughs> two extra tiers. <honestly>, <laughs> I mean yeah, I mean she, she got blindsided by the tiers, so she's gone she's gone what a couple extra. You know. She she's a she's just an authoritarian. I just I can't even I mean I don't know much about the five tiers in Scotland. Well they've,
0: they've added one more sort of extreme basically lockdown tier and then right. one less nearly back to normal tier. Which, right. You know.
1: Just seems a what? bit like you say. No one's going to go on that, are they? <laughs> no, they're not going to do that. But I don't know. Like someone said this the other day, and it's a very basic point of view, but actually, it, I agree with it. And it, it might be basic, but it's also, you know, sound. Like someone said, like these people who just kind of nod through lockdown just so easily, they should also. Face the consequences of their decisions because it's all too easy for people in Sage and the government to go, yeah, right, we're going to lock that down and and literally ruin people's lives, their livelihoods, their businesses, and their financial situation. When it, it doesn't affect the people making those decisions, decisions yeah. none of it affects them. The only thing that affects them is like obviously the rules, but financially, it doesn't affect them in the slightest. So it's all too easy for them to say, oh yeah, let's just do that, I just don't but but they should actually face the same consequences. So if they order a lockdown, then they should also ha- have financial penalties. They should not get paid during that time. Their pensions should be halted during that time. Let them also deal with the consequences of what they are imposing on other people so easily.
0: Yeah, so Starmer, yeah. thank you, um, he was saying that, you know, how does Boris, or it someone else I can't remember, Listen to it. Um, Saying our Boris is doing the right on his 150 grand a week, you know, salary. Mm. And um, what about everyone else? Well, yeah, I mean, like i can't remember.
1: Well, whoever said it has obviously been because that's been going around Twitter a little bit, and suggested that. And and that's and that's and it's not just Boris. Like it's it's he's listening. It's people like Chris Whitty, who literally is probably the prime minister of his country at the moment because he's the one making decisions, really everything is to kind of bow down to Chris Whitty and Patrick Valance. So, let them, you know, Patrick Valance who had half a million quid's worth of shares in a vaccine company and has already made six million quid out of it, you know. <laughs> let, let him suffer some financial consequences out of it because, like I said, it's so easy just to go, oh yeah, we've got to lock that down. The people who run, run pubs and restaurants and, and businesses have just seen cancellations because people can't come with other people, so that's it. You know the livelihoods d- d- destroyed.
0: So as we did that, then what they have to give them some money or something. Or? Well,
1: obviously can't it. It's impossible. <laughs> but you know, but you know I mean. The 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 principle of it is sound. I yeah, I get I get the point. Do you know what I mean? The point right? the it's, point is made. It's
0: yeah. hard to kind of uh, it, it, it's yeah. Also, idea
1: sort sort of you know yeah. His bank account and stopping his <laughs> money to his, his horse or whatever. sorry, <laughs> this is liveliness. Don't play. <laughs>
0: so so the other thing that I picked up today probably just like the final thing um, uh, Starmer mentioned that the Boris has crossed the Rubicon
1: right of
0: what well, well exactly
1: what
0: does he mean by that I, I, I had to look it up and well, um,
1: well, cross Rubicon with what though what, with the whole
0: thing the what? whole thing yeah like going down this route he's, he's kind of he's crossed the Rubicon and you know it's like something
1: about Julius Caesar invading the Gauls well that do you know what that's really gonna that's really gonna hit home with all those red wall voters
0: <laughs> I just this is what I don't, I don't get about it talking,
1: I don't even know what he's talking about
0: like you know. why, why are you saying that like who are you appealing to in that is everyone that did you know Roman history in, <laughs> yeah. in the university course
1: or something well you know to be fair most Labour voters are metropolitan students and, and middle class Londoners you know so they probably will know what he's referencing well, no one else will
0: I don't I, I didn't I just found that a little bit like, but, but, but the thing is
1: are they going to be but the thing is, I could take the guy I could take that kind of criticism seriously if Starmer wasn't going for something harsher you know if, if he was if, he, if Starmer was like no hang on we've had enough lockdowns something needs to change I could get right behind that guy
0: right behind him
1: because that's what he's in opposition That's the only thing he's opposing now is that the lockdown, lockdown isn't harsh enough. So he wants it harsher. So that it's just this what's annoying me. There's there's space for a party who takes that stance, that anti lockdown anti lockdown stance. stance. Like I mean what are the Lib Dem's doing? Do you even know well, what their politics I don't even know
0: who they are now. Well,
1: I no can't, one
0: knows. Couldn't name any of them They don't even get a question,
1: I think. Well no one knows I'd say I mean I I follow politics right I write news stories every day and I, and I follow politics on the side and I have not got a clue what the Lib Dem stance on lockdown is I have no idea and really by their name alone they should be anti-lockdown mm. so there is space for them to become an anti-lockdown party now, they don't have to be like some kind of you know they don't have to be like really militant about it but in terms of freedom that's what they should be doing I honestly have no idea what their opinion is well I'll take us
0: to next week next week's episode we'll, uh, we'll dig out what the Lib Dems stance is and we'll go for it
1: get the Lib Dems on oh, I'll, get all I'll, the, I will I mean, there's only two of them in there so <laughs> it, it should shouldn't be won't be busy <laughs> 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 and, and that includes their supporters as well so that's all their MPs and all their supporters <laughs> get on can, on the next week. <laughs> can get on here next week like I said we're only two phone lines for that so and find out because it's embarrassing someone needs to take that stand and if it ain't going to be Lib Dems it's to be you. Farage is well it's me no but Farage clearly like if he decided to there is space for another look what he did with the Brexit party yeah. look what he did like they won a, a national election which was the Euros wasn't it and and they basically changed Prime Minister and the Tory Party policy, so it's not like he could do something similar again if he really wanted to. And I think he's kind of gearing up. I think once the U.S. election is over, I think he'll be a bit more, a bit more on it.
0: Well, I think next week's episode I'll call it Farage and the Lib Dems. Sounds like a sort of new wave progressive band that's um, going to hit the charts.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd buy it. <laughs>